can take it with them on a bus or train, on a highway, or on a plane, backstage, or on a bike. It's Kevin Klein's Fuzzy Mike. Fuzzy Mike interviews. Not top of mind, not even the news. No way. Just a bunch of stuff that Kevin likes. All recorded with this Fuzzy Mike. You get the Don King reference. It looks here that or a tip of a horse. So we'd like to thank you all ahead of time for listening to Fuzzy Mike with your friend Kevin Klein. It is another episode of the Fuzzy Mike. I am your host, Kevin Klein. And the Fuzzy Mike, again, it's about interesting things. It's about interesting people. And it's an opportunity for me to learn as well as you to learn about cool things that happen around Houston and also around the world. And I am joined today by somebody who, in name alone, is automatically somebody that I, I had to meet. Uh, it, Kelly Kilpowski uh, is your your uh, roller ber- uh, derby name, and you are the team captain for Valkyries. Yes. Which is the 2015 defending champion of Houston Roller Derby. Correct. And you uh, won a, a 2015 award for best blocker. Wow. You've done your research. I have yes. done a little bit of research. <laughs> We're going to get into all of that, but uh, I want to welcome you firsthand to the Fuzzy Mike. Thank you very much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Well, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but you are the third uh, most uh, famous Nova Scotian. Really? Mm-hmm. Anne Murray, obviously, number one. No, there's more than no, three. No, there is not. I, I <laughs> looked it up. Anne Murray, number one. Frankie McDonald, the Frankie the Weather guy. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You yes. know who I'm talking about. I know exactly who you're talking and about. And then there's you, yep. Kelly Kilpowski. No, I disagree. There's Ellen Page. Yes, there is Ellen Page. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's Sidney Crosby. He's the captain. Pittsburgh Penguins. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Sarah McLaughlin. Yes. Know her. So maybe I'm like... Your top 10. I'll take it. I'll take uh, it. If you're not familiar with Frankie McDonald, uh, he's the uh, definitive weather source for everybody uh, in North America. Okay. How did Kelly Kilpowski come about? That's a great name. Everybody has a roller derby name, and that's kind of their identity that they go by. Most of the time, you don't know half these girls' first names. Um, and I show up, and they're like, well, what's your name? And I'm like, my name is Kelly. And they're like, Kelly. And then someone started calling me Kelly Kapowski. And then uh, it just kind of went from there... And then uh, to make it a little edgier, we made it Kelly Kilpowski. <laughs> Are you familiar with Saved by the Bell? Yeah, I love Saved by the Bell. So I was like, all right, I'll go with it. What's your favorite episode of Saved by the Bell? Oh, man, the one where Jesse's on drugs. That's a good one. I actually rewatched that this year. And uh, when I, I saw it when I was younger. And I remember being like, Jesse's on drugs. That's terrible. Like, what is she doing? And then I rewatched it. Like, I think this year, and she took caffeine pills. I was like, oh, that's not that bad. Uh, Let's talk about some of the uh, colorful names that are not only on your team. Uh, Actually, there's Kelly Kilpowski. There's Mm -hmm. Cairo Fracture. Yeah, she's pretty great. She actually fell off. I think her her number is like 34 feet or something. It's because she was mountain biking, and she fell off a cliff and, like, fractured her spine yeah so she kind of a walking and skating miracle then oh man yeah she's crazy then there's a chaikilski which is a great name yeah based off tchaikovsky okay now uh this coming up uh april 23rd you guys are going up against uh if i'm not mistaken this is the third game of the season on april 23rd and the psych ward sirens will be taking on the brawlers and then the valkyries will be the second game and we'll be taking on the bayou city bosses okay let's talk about houston roller derby I know nothing about it. I've watched roller derby on TV, okay? Yeah. I watch it for the entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Every one of you are athletes. Yeah. Where is the line of sport and then entertainment? What do you classify roller derby as? So I would classify it as 100% a sport. That is a transition that I think some people, they go there expecting a WWE fight and maybe are a little disappointed that they don't see that. But it's actually a, 
a really intense point scoring game filled with a lot of high intensity and athletic women, strong athletic women. How are points scored in roller derby? Um, so basically what it is is there are two teams and um, each team provides five skaters at a time that go out on the oval track. And one of the skaters uh, has a star on her helmet. She'll put a cover on. It's called the jammer panty. And she is classified as the jammer. Basically, the jam will start, the whistle will blow, and the jammers, the people with the star on their helmets, will take off and try to get through the other, the other skaters, the blockers. And then after the initial scrum, or after the initial pass, every person from the opposing team that the jammer passes is one point. Okay. So this continues for two minutes. Or if um, the initial scrum, the first jammer to get out she is classified as the lead jammer and she can call off the jam by tapping her hips kind of like a suck it motion <laughs> tapping her hips uh and she can call off the jam so and then there's 30 seconds and then this starts all over again so are, are the jammers always the same skaters um no so every time it will it will switch up so after the 30 seconds five new people will go on the track. That would be very tiring. I was going to say, it, it sounds like stamina is a key ingredient to yeah. being a roller derby skater. Definitely is. And um, there's also a key player, which is the pivot. Uh, you'll see that person also has a cover on their helmet, and it has kind of like a skunk stripe through the middle. Um, and that's like your backup jammer. So at any time the jammer's injured or the jammer's tired, uh, you, the jammer can take off her helmet cover and hand it to the pivot, and the pivot will put it on, and now they are the point score. I mentioned at the outset that you are a 2015 Blocker of the Year Award winner for Valkyries. Yeah. Explain that. What does that mean? Um, basically, I'm trying to stop the opposing jammer from coming around the track, and I'm also trying to make offense for my jammer to get through. So it's it's a skill of playing offense and defense at the same time. What are legal moves and what aren't? legal in roller derby um so you can legally check someone by hitting them kind of like a hockey move yep but um you really need to keep your arms by your side if you're throwing there's no bows can't throw any elbows no and i'm fairly tall i'm five nine in skates probably closer to six feet exactly and i get a lot of low blocks because i like to stick my leg out there and trip people that's a that's a no-no oh you can't do that <laughs> no and um you can't hit someone on the back so at any time your back, it's kind of like where your bra straps, that's legal. And then anywhere else along your spine is illegal. So um, there's no back blocking. Um, you can't hit anyone in the face. Yeah, that's also, that's a high block. Um, things like that are a no-no. Now, you just uh, had a, a traveling match because you're also on the All-Star team. Yes. And you go to city to city to play other All-Star teams. Mm -hmm. And you just came back from, uh, where, where were you guys playing? Yeah, so I was in Austin this past weekend. We played the Texecutioners. Um, they're an amazing team. So we played them, and then we also played their B team. Um, so it was a doubleheader in one day. It was a lot of and fun. And how did we do? We lost against their Texecutioners by a hefty amount. They're number six in the world right now. In the world? Correct. Wow. So, um and then uh, their B team is kind of more on Houston's level, and we beat them by 30 points. But uh, you're, you're sporting some nice bruises on the biceps there, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that typical of what happens after a, after a match? Yeah, you're pretty bruised up, especially uh, a lot of kicks by accident. You'll get kicked in the shins a lot. Some people wear shin guards, but... Um, a lot of bruises. Yeah, in, in Houston Roller Derby, I've actually been on HoustonRollerDerby.com, which is where you can go to get your tickets. Uh, but I've seen various pictures. There's no set uniform. Some wear spandex, some wear skirts, some wear shorts. Yeah, there's no. it's team-dependent. Um, the Psych Ward Sirens, they support some, some dresses. And then um, other teams just wear pants and then 
a top that's normally the same. It depends on your team. Uh, it's the Fuzzy Mike. We're talking to Kelly Kilpowski. She's the captain of the defending 2015 Houston Roller Derby champions, Valkyries. You can see all Houston Roller Derby teams in action. It's a doubleheader coming up April the 23rd. Revention Music Center, which is down in the uh, the Bayou uh, Center right there off of Smith and Bagby. It's flat track. As opposed to bank track, how is this different? Um, basically, it's just more mobile. So we, we don't play bank track. There is a team in Houston that does bank track, but um, I'm not sure how it originated from flat track to bank track. But, yeah, we're just a flat surface. The rules differ a little, um, but we're part of the Women's Flat Track Derby Association. Which, if you are not familiar with the Women's Flat Track Derby Association, there are over 414 teams in the nation. Houston is ranked in the top 50 that's pretty huge. Yeah. Because we're relatively new mm-hmm. at the sport of roller derby here in Houston. Yeah. Uh, but it's been growing tremendously. Yes. Um, it's it's crazy. It, almost every city you go to, there's some sort of roller derby affiliated with it. And how much growth have you seen since you started in roller derby? A lot since then. There are a lot of little teams forming along with big ones. Just the interest in general has grown so much. Every time I look on the WIFTA website, it looks like there are more apprentice leagues trying to get in. Why do you think that is? Why are we seeing such a growth in roller derby? Because it's awesome. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to watch. Every everything about it, it's it's amazing, and I I just love it so much. And you talked about apprentice leagues. There is actually a, a ability for people who think they might want to do it to come and and enjoy the the track uh, with tryouts and stuff. Yeah, so um, we actually have a recreational league with Houston. Our next one uh, will be May tenth, um, and it's just a beginner boot camp. So if you're interested in joining Houston Roller Derby, you can come check it out. There's no experience um, required or gear. We'll teach you everything from scratch. Is there an age limit? Um, It has to be 18 and above, but we also have a junior roller derby league. It's from ages 7 to 17. And I think the next 10-week session for junior derby, that's on Saturdays. Um, It starts June 11th. What kind of commitment do you have to have to be a part of Houston Roller Derby? It can go from non-committal. If you just want to do the rec league, recreational league, you can just come as you please to more committal would be to try out and make a home team, which is practice uh, about three times a week. And then if you also do travel team, which I do, it is, it's about 12 hours a week. 12 hours a week. Plus volunteer work, things like and that. And you're not paid for this. This is a volunteer because Houston Roller Derby is itself a 501c3 charity. Yes. So it's all nonprofit. You do it for the love of the sport. Yeah, it's a a big hobby. <laughs> it, it's got to be more than a hobby if you're putting that much time into it. Yeah. Uh, what's the length of a career for a roller derby skater? Wow. Um, it depends on injuries. It depends on your life. You know, people have families. They move. They have jobs. Um, some skaters, I think our longest skater has been doing it for nine or ten years now. I would say the average length is probably about four or five years. Because you're, you're getting hit almost continuously. Sometimes there's injuries involved with that. What is the biggest injury you've had? Um, so first year, I started skating with Houston Roller Derby. I kept kind of falling on the same side in the same spot. And I ended up getting kind of like a, a blunt trauma hematoma in my leg. And they had to remove like 200 milliliters of blood. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. And I still have like a little calcified lump. And... Actually, about a month ago, I broke my nose. Really? Yeah, I now wear a face visor, <laughs> but that was kind of like a freak accident. I was I was jamming in practice, um, and someone tried to play some offense for me and hit a girl, 
and the back of her helmet fell directly into my face. Like a, like running into a wall. Yeah. <laughs> I had some solid black eyes for a couple weeks. And how do you explain that to your coworkers? It was kind of funny because uh, I don't really tell them my personal life at work. They don't really know I play roller derby. And I show up to work and my boss is like, he pointed at me. He's like, what's what's going on here? So I had to kind of tell them before they called the police that <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I play roller derby. HoustonRollerDerby.com is where you can go for all of the information on the upcoming doubleheader that's happening at Revention Music Center on Saturday, April 23rd. Now, explain the setup to me because I've never been. Are we right on top of the track? So you can either sit or stand on the floor or go up upstairs as general admission and watch from the balcony, which can still have some some pretty good seating. Or for so that's fifteen. Yeah, tickets are really affordable. Yeah, I mean, VIP tickets are twenty five bucks. So VIP tickets, um, then you're guaranteed a chair. Um, and how it's set up this year, you're you're in a corner, still on the still on the bottom level, but it's really good seating. And then this year we have also club seating. Now tell me about that. Yeah, so the club seating is uh, it's little booths. Prevention Center has booths and it fit up to six people, and that's two hundred dollars. Really, so very mm-hmm. economical still. Definitely. Divide two hundred by six. You're talking about the same price almost as a as a VIP ticket. But there's a special perk to that too, though. Is it autographs? You get to meet the skaters. Yeah, the doors open at six and the game starts at seven. The first game, and it's almost two three hours of entertainment. Is it pretty nonstop? It is. So we'll have one game, a little halftime between the games, then an, another a little break with some entertainment. Normally they have sometimes the junior skaters will skate sometimes you know something else will happen and then the second game will start and if i'm not mistaken a game is two 30 minute halves correct uh the referees yes they're legit right they're not like wwe referees no. where they're so they're out there really to do what enforce the rules personal safety um definitely enforcing the rules calling penalties unfortunately i get a lot of penalties i'm trying to clean that up but um just to make it a safe space for everyone. What happens when you get a penalty? Do you have to go off the... Yep, you have to immediately exit the track, skate around, and kind of sit in the little penalty box for 30 seconds, and okay. then you rejoin So, it. and with your hockey background, going uh, having grown up in Nova Scotia, yeah. you're very familiar with the sin bin. Yeah. <laughs> you can get a little more, many more penalties in uh, roller derby than you can in ice hockey. You can only get four, so I'm lucky there, but... Uh, I, I, you want to limit your penalties because then you're not on the track. So it's easier for the jammer to score right. points when there's less blockers. Or if the jammer if the jammer gets a penalty, then they're not scoring any points. So And then your jammer. So then they call that a power jam. Now, because there's four teams in uh, Houston Roller Derby, obviously everybody knows each other. Yeah. Who are some of the nicer skaters that you have uh, in Houston Roller Derby that you actually would hang out with? In a, in a in a cordial setting. Our travel team is very tight. Um, even though, you know, there's that little rivalry on game day, but we still we still come together and hang out all the time. Now, is there one particular skater that when you go up against this this skater, you know that you're in for a long night? With the psych ward sirens that we just played, their captain Bustin Beaver. I love and hate her at the same time. She's <laughs> she's such a good blocker and jammer. Um, Jekyll and Heidi also on the psych ward sirens is a really good blocker. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> but I love them. They're both on the travel team. They're they're awesome. Very cool. Now, uh, the upcoming match that you have against, uh, is it Bay- Bayou City? Yes, Bayou City bosses. Who will we need to be watching out for for great matchups that night? Um, So their captain, Betty Watchett. She's a really good skater. She's been around for, I think, four or five years now. Yeah, I was now. reading about some of her injuries. She's had a couple broken bones, some concussions, some busted ribs. Yeah, she's great. I remember last year she broke her arm, and she wasn't out any time. I think she was playing with a cast at one point, just stuck a wrist guard over a cast, and she was playing. 
Uh, they're one of their jammers, Lockjaw. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with that derby name, but she's she's a really good jammer. And uh, one of their one of their rookies, La Tigra, she's also a jammer. She's really good. Now, is it family entertainment? It is one hundred percent. Even though there's a one hundred percent contact, I mean, it's it's a full it's a full on. I wouldn't say kind of could be violent. It it can be, but it's hopefully no one gets seriously injured. Now it's four wheel. How come rollerblades aren't allowed? I think it's just for stability. Uh, how long will it take somebody who's never seen it like myself? How long will it take me to understand what I'm seeing? Not that long. I would definitely suggest new people to go on YouTube and just Google general roller derby rules. You'll have a lot more fun. And if you get there uh, right when the game starts, we'll, we'll have a practice jam just to kind of show people the general rules, what's happening, what's going on. Um, but hopefully it won't take you too long. And definitely if you see a skater and if you have a question, ask. HoustonRollerDerby.com is where you need to go to buy your tickets. Houston Roller Derby, incidentally, is a 501c3. All of uh, the players are volunteers. All of the officials are volunteers. Where does the money that you raise go? Um, back in the community, a lot of times, every month we'll have a charity. Our profits go into the rental facility that we have and um, just upkeep. And when our travel team travels, They'll help us out a little bit with that as well. So, so growing up in Canada, what were some of your favorite things to do outside? Wait a minute. <laughs> Let me ask that a different way, okay? Because I know that Canadians have an affinity for their, their beer. Yeah. And uh, Nova Scotia has uh, has a propensity for um, lobstering and fishing. Yeah. Uh, the family lighthouse, because everybody in Nova Scotia has a lighthouse, right? Done your research, yeah. And yes. when you wake up in the morning, do you go and wave to Europe? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Does everybody in Nova Scotia have a pet whale? <laughs> no. And does everybody in Nova Scotia rent their house out for a bed and breakfast? No, no. but I do know quite a few people <laughs> that have done that. So, okay, that is true. When we go to Nova Scotia for tourism, how do we deal with the language barrier? Well, we're foreigners. <laughs> well, uh, I talk, well, if you can understand this podcast, hopefully you can understand people there. We don't have that bad of accents there. I guess it depends where you go parts of Nova Scotia, but HoustonRollerDerby.com. It's women's flat track roller derby action. And we're just looking so forward to seeing you out there, Kelly. Thank you very much, Kevin. The Fuzzy Mike is a production of Fuzzy Mike Incorporated. I am your host, Kevin Klein. I want to thank Kelly. I also want to thank Betty uh, Watch It for uh, setting this all up. She's in charge of the media department. Everybody has like uh, d- double hats that they wear. Yes. But pretty much have to though when you're kind of all volunteer. There are a lot of behind the, behind the scene hours that get put in. Oh, and congratulations on uh, the upcoming engagement, the upcoming marriage. Yes, thank you. I'm getting uh, married this Mr. summer. Mr. Kilpowski. So. <laughs> he has a shirt that actually says that. As he should. I uh, want to thank uh, executive producer Trish Klein for helping out with the Fuzzy Mike. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fuzzy Mike with Kevin Klein. Check back often and stay fuzzy, friends. Fuzzy Mike is a presentation of the Kevin Klein Fuzzy Mike Industry, Incorporated, LLC.